and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, and Lee. British Grand Prix week. Excited much? Not yet. I know. Will be when it gets closer. I was about to say exactly the same thing. I think too early in the week yet, but come back to within a couple of days. Yes. And then all the news will have happened, of course, by then. Yes. Well, it'll be Tuesday. I don't don't really get overly excited about the British Grand Prix, to be honest. I know know people sort of bang on about it being one of their favourite tracks, but I I always think there's either... It's one of those tracks where you can get good races on them, but you can also have like really processional, boring races as well. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not like a uh, Austin, for instance. You know, the way you, I think usually as long as as long as there's a couple of cars that are close to each other, you, you're pretty much guaranteed a banger there, aren't you? But um, usually, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice this year, at least. Uh, at least Max might get round the round a whole lap without Hamilton knock him off the track, <laughs> and a whole legion of people are now saying too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, it's, I'm convinced. I keep trolling, trolling Facebook, uh, uh, not Facebook, Twitter, just looking at posts, and I'm now absolutely convinced that uh, Team LH now have the what happened at the last Grand Prix last year as the worst thing ever to happen in a car, overtaking JFK getting assassinated. I'm convinced that's <laughs> where they are with it. Yeah, but as is normal with you, you, you search Twitter just for the extremes. No, no, not at all. It's like the, this, do you know what? I found this recently. I'd be interested to know, actually, from our, our other listeners. What, both of them? Oh, yeah, both listeners. <laughs> if they've noticed it as well, like that, um, f- not all Formula One fans, because obviously we speak to lots of them, and they've all, most of them are very nice. But there seems to be an increasing amount of cunty F one fans, and I, I don't I, almost like F one fans that don't actually watch F one; they two, just argue about it online. Two minutes forty is that a new record for a C bomb? Yeah, well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't said it for a while, but it's, I felt, I felt it necessary. Um, no, it's just, are, really are we, just double check. Are we or are we not including Nick Knowles in this category? We can do. We we can do. I mean, I thought the worst uh, thing that happened to him in a car was being arrested for um, texting while speeding. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Probably swerved that. I <laughs> 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 don't know quite what the legal ramification there would be. Yeah. No, I just I just find it. Um... Uh, lots of fans are just a bit harder to navigate these days. Oh, hang on. I've at least said something contentious. The internet's the, killed it. the birth of like, the simpy F1 fan as well. Um, what? I'm here. No, he's still uh, there. Yeah, you, you, van- you, vanished, you vanished for a second. Um, in, right, cool. in June oh, That must be your connection, because I still, still sounded fine with mine. Ah, right. In June 2019, Knowles was issued with a six-month driving ban and fined £1,480 for speeding and using a mobile phone whilst driving. Short memory, isn't it, Knowles? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we can say that something bad happened to him in a car. He got arrested. <laughs> Just for the record, uh, regardless of whatever uh, invisible war is going on with Nick Knowles, I don't want anything bad to happen to him in a car because that sounds a bit nasty. Oh, no, no, don't want anything bad to happen to anyone. 
he, he's just very, very vocal on Twitter for those that he hasn't blocked. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't agree with me? Block. <laughs> well, yeah, he definitely fits in my uh, Cunty F1 fan uh, bracket then, definitely. You, you could have stopped before F1 fan. Well, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> and the other one I can't get around as well is there's lots of um, there's lots of pictures of people will like will like double their pictures up. So like they'll take a selfie of themselves and then they'll stick like Charles Leclerc or Lando next to it as like a collage to say like just me and the twenty uh, the guy that's going to be twenty twenty two world champion. You look, I go, I don't understand this. This is a... I have not seen this trend. It yeah. sounds alarming. It's a very strange thing that you're doing. It's, it almost <laughs> feels like something that maybe a seven-year-old should do with like a boy band, not like a 35-year-old man should do with a sporting person. It's really weird. I don't know. The whole thing's weird. What has happened to F1 fandom? It never used to be like that. Then again, there never used to be an internet. No, I, I'm, I'm going to sound, like, sound like the old, the old guy now. Back in my day... Yeah, but that's the thing. It didn't. It wasn't like that. No, and F- you could... F1 Twitter used to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And you could, but the other thing would be, if you ended up speaking to a Formula One fan, um, the you you were kind of guaranteed that, like, it was when two Formula One fans bump into each other, it's great because it doesn't happen all, uh, all the time. I remember when I was at a wedding a few years ago and I ended up sat next to, uh, to somebody that liked Formula One. It was like, fucking brilliant. Now we don't have to pay attention to anybody else. We can just natter. Um, whereas now, it's, I, I had a conversation in uh, in the pub. About three, I can't remember when it was. It was a Grand Prix weekend because I was, I, I was watching the end of Quali in Sam Webb's. And there was a Scottish guy in there, and he overheard me say to somebody that I think that um, there's a good chance that Fernando Alonso might be the best driver in, like, not that the best, even if he's not currently the best driver. This was my my point. I think at his peak, he might have been the best driver of all time. And um, the I I thought this Scottish guy was going to punch me. He was (laughs) fucking not happy about this. Uh, he just interrupted the conversation. Well, what about Hamilton? Uh, ha- Hamilton beat him in his, in, in his rookie season. I, I said, well, he didn't beat him. They had the same points. That didn't fuse the argument. Um, <laughs> the, uh, don't be coming in here with your stats. <laughs> and, um, Talking of which, and, apologies for the lack of virtual stat man tonight, but scheduling and all that. Oh, I want to talk to him about electronic drums as well. That's a shame. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he, he just sort of scowled at me and then i said well don't don't forget as well i said like hamilton came in i was being my my usual like normal self we'll talk about formula one so cunty f1 fan then well kind of not really because i said well you gotta gotta remember he came into formula one he was like the ross bro uh, not ross bro and uh, ron dennis ron dennis is like little boy that he sort of grew up uh, from a carton star i said "You, you don't think maybe that the internal pressure was to swing swing this so for like Lewis Hamilton's way, because like, I mean, just think of the money you get. Your rookie comes in, he'll be the youngest Formula One world champion of all times. Beat beats a current world champion. I like, yeah, that's fucking money for the team as far as advertising goes. And like at this point, he was no, oh, you're just fucking wrong. Like, oh, okay. 
It's good. Well, yeah, so, I don't know when it happened, but I'm not happy about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what have we learned from that? Don't go drinking in Sam Webb's. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's pretty good. Good rule of thumb anyway the only reason i went, went in there because it was there and it was during a because i was going into town and it was one of the red flagged quality sessions so i couldn't wait to finish watching it. i had to go into town and uh, that was the first port of call which i could go into and watch <laughs> uh, so we've got the british grand prix to look forward to this weekend ish but before we sort of talk up and down everybody's chances and do what little news we've got i just want to do a shout out to all the guys that did the 24 hours of barcelona on iRacing racing this weekend for team three legs ball wheels evolution um steve john ricky and i know i'm missing someone paul well there was yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was me and mark i'm only i'm only taking the piss mark um yeah we came uh, we came eight um uh, seventh sorry after nice. 24 hours around the circuit to Catalonia, which, it's bloody small around there. Does any actual real-life series do a 24 hours of Barcelona? You may have to look that one up on the internet if you can reach your phone and reach around a cat. I can do that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't... Reach around a cat, hopefully me. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they do it in real life, but no, it, w- it was fun. There's going to be more 24-hour races, and thanks to everybody that um, that dropped in on Twitch during the uh, during the course of the day. Um, right, so newsy bits. Uh, Pierre Gasly appears to have signed a new deal, and he is not going anywhere. It, that that to me says there's nowhere for him to go. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Which, well. Perez has got an extra two years at um, at Red Bull. Um, Max will be there until he's not. Mm-hmm. Probably Danny Rick locked in at McLaren for next year as well. Mm. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would probably say so. Um, so yeah, the uh, Marco has decided to uh, to keep Gasly on, keep him in AlphaTauri, and does the inside of his car now look like um, Homer Simpson's workstation? With, Don't um, forget, you're here forever. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has to cover it in pictures of Yuki to make it say do it for her. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a shame because I think he I think he's still deserving of a faster car, better mm. drive. Maybe is he? But is he worthy of a car much faster? You know, like. There's always somebody's got to be John Lacey. I think it's a case of we've seen everything we're going to see from him in an Alpha Tory, really, mm. haven't we? If, if, if it would be nice to see him go somewhere else and just see what happens. If it's, it would be not out of the Red Bull program, that's, yes, that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. I think whether or not he is capable of taking a mid car, mid a mid, what you call it, mid grid, mid grid. That's the one. A mid-grid mm. car forward, or whether he would impress enough to get into a further forward car, I do not know. But be nice to see. Um, he'd have been a good, a good shout for Haas if they were getting rid of Schumacher. Yeah, that would that would have been a good a good option. I think probably probably for everybody really. Mm. He'd definitely, but, I think, uh, be closer to to Magnussen or potentially mm. you know beating Magnussen on occasion. Yeah, apparently the uh, Schumacher's under quite a lot of pressure 
you know, it's good. Gunther Stein has been sort of saying he's not, you know, he's he's not nailed in for his for his seat by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I think um, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a very I don't know best way to describe it conjecture filled summer with what's going to happen with Haas. Mm, I I think Schumacher has got I I think his results are mediocre enough and his surname is strong enough to see him with another year in Formula One. Yeah, I mean, all right, he's had he's had some uh, he's had some mechanical issues. Because he keeps driving into walls. Well, yes. I mean, there's there's other drivers you could say that about, mm-hmm. mainly Canadian ones, mm-hmm. which will driving into Sebastian Vettel wasn't a good look. It was not. No. no, no, definitely less driving into stuff would result in fewer car problems. Maybe that's why Latifi's getting it wrong. Because <laughs> he said this week he do- he doesn't know why um, he's not getting the same performance out of the car that Alban is. Mm. Like, do you want to tell him, or shall we? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shame for him, probably, isn't it? Probably the same reason he's not getting the same performance out of the car that George Russell got last year. Just that's, that's probably the reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's. A, I think it's a shame for him that he didn't get a weaker teammate. You know, it's he's a, he's just he's ended up with somebody that you know it's is. I I think a, pro- a proper top line driver of the, of the future now. You know, if he now, now he's given a chance to shake off the I was thrown into Red Bull halfway through a season, Luke. Yeah, yeah, and I think also um, speaking in Albans' favour, he's not technically on the Red Bull program anymore. I think they've they've got like first dibs on him. Should um, Williams decide? He's, to he's on loan, isn't he? I think yeah, he's on he's, loan. He's, Similar to like when Carlos... signs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he doesn't have to deal with the um, daily threatening phone calls from Helmut Marko. I, I think he'll end up back at Red Bull. A Red Bull logo on his helmet, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So, as you say, much like when Sainz was on loan at Renault, it's, uh, it's a similar sort of way. We can call you back if we need to. Mm. I, I think he'll end up replacing Perez. What, that'll be 2025? 20, 24? No, 25. 24. He's, got, he's, he's got two years, hasn't he, Perez? Yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah, two years after this season. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah twenty-five. Well, yeah, I, I don't see because though I think they'd be looking to replace him at some point then anyway. Um, so it's probably a decent, it's probably a decent bet that if Alvin's doing well and still doing well, it'll be him. You never know. Max might leave. Max might leave, and they might need to call somebody up quicker. <coughs> Yeah, but where could where could you say where could you say Max going? Unless Ferrari offer Formula him, One, unless Ferrari yeah. offer him the entire universe. No, no, no. He'd leave Formula One if he left if he leaves Red Bull. Do you think? I, I don't know. He, he, it would have been so easy to think that about Lewis Hamilton. You know, that was such a shock when he went to Mercedes. But then, if you notice, when Hamilton went to Mercedes, he kind of changed his PR thing because he said, you know, I've, I've been with McLaren all this time, and then all of a sudden he goes to Mercedes. He's like, I've always been powered by Mercedes. I think he said that after, didn't he? Yeah, that was, there, was, there, was, there was a quick shift, wasn't there? But, uh, it, I mean, it'd be like Vettel. Nobody expected Vettel to leave um, Red Bull, did they? No. Un- but Until he got a car he didn't like and got bored, and then... Did he actually? Yeah, I mean, Vettel left because he was having a shit season at Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. 
Hamilton left McLaren because there were two or three seasons where he felt mm. like he probably could have won the world championship again, but McLaren let him down. Yeah. So, you know, until Max is in a position where he's not winning races, and bear in mind, I saw something today that said Red Bull won the last six races. That totally flew, flew past me by, you know, past yeah, me by. Yeah. Um, that, that's insane. Like you're not going to leave a team that's going to be winning six races in a row, even if you know you haven't won all of them. Oh. You've won the majority of them. Then uh, you're quite clearly the team leader. There's no need to go anywhere. Also, in uh, it's I think it's rare when you have a, a shake up in regulations. I mean, it might, it might ebb and flow a little bit, and somebody might gain some ground. But it's very unusual to start a new generation of car well and fall out of championship contention. You know, usually when you when you have the, like, these big rule updates... Ferrari are uh, managing it quite well. <laughs> Ferrari, well, that's well, Ferrari, though. Ferrari are always the exception to the rule, you know, the, the only team that could come second in a two-prancing horse race. Yeah, but I think that's the thing, though. I, I think Ferrari are... They're nailed in to be competitive... Don't get me wrong. I think you know. I think they're going to be there. They're going to be one of the competitive teams. I, th- I think it's going to take something pretty special for somebody like McLaren, for instance, to overhaul Red Bull and uh, Ferrari now from where they are. You know, even over the next like two or two or three seasons, probably, which is quite depressing for anyone that's a McLaren fan. Unless, unless Ferrari I, get caught cheating again, which you can't, unless, yeah, unless, you can't, you can't unless, rule out. You cannot rule unless, that out. Unless they start winning and then we have to investigate it. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see Red Bull, you know, looking iffy until, what, 2026 when the next sort of sh- shake-up goes on? Well, there's there's been a little bit of news today, hasn't there, with the fuel change for 2026 as well. Mm-hmm. Sustainable oh, fuels will be used. Synthetic sustainable fuels oh. will be used from 2026. Ooh. Oh, this is part of the wanting to be more um, carbon neutral. They're hoping to be net zero carbon by 2030. It's only eight years away. Eight years ago, it was 2014. We were watching Rosberg and Hamilton in the duel in the desert. Mm. The same amount of time, Formula One is hoping to be net zero carbon. Yeah. It's called selling your carbon credits to other people to make yourself look good. I'm sure they'll manage it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. We don't understand carbon credits. It's it's it's, ex- it's exactly for that reason. So so it's people part are, of it. yeah. So people are already cre- uh, create like carbon, but want to fucking look better they can ship them off to other countries who then take on those uh, the the responsibility of getting rid of them yeah so you just you just sell them to a country that you know isn't going to do it they're just going to do the, there'll be countries out there which will just do it for the money and then you know no, nobody will talk about them but the sustainable fuel thing still doesn't that, that's that's carbon free. That's what they're saying. Synthetic mm. fuels are not only fully net zero if the energy used to create them is carbon free. Uh, sorry, are, on, are only fully net zero if the energy is is carbon free. However, the source said the aim is to be zero emission in the life cycle of the fuel. Uh, so basically, Formula One's trying to save the planet by uh, creating synthetic fuels, which we'll put in their cars to start with, and then hopefully trickle down to road cars that can't mm. be converted to hybrid or electric. 
I mean, grand. I do. I to be to me the 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 sustainability of Formula One is like the least interesting topic. It's it's two down from tires, and I don't know what's above it. There's there's this something above it, and then tires, and that's the order of boring to talk about Formula One. Well, funny you should mention tires because. <laughs> That was just waiting. <laughs> Look, if 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 it gets us off fucking Formula One trying to trying to pretend that flying all over the world and uh, racing cars around a track can it be in anywhere near green? Then I'm all for talking about tires. Well, no, but if they're pushing the technology, it might not might not be fun, but it it's still important. If you if you've got the technology to develop a synthetic fuel, which is then going to be put into um, you know, a certain percentage of cars on the road that are still going to be running fossil fuels, mm. then uh, you've made some pretty big steps in helping reduce carbon around the world. It's pretty, uh, I'd say it's still pretty important. Might not be exciting, but it's still pretty important. Yeah, I would, uh, I would be uh, very inclined to, uh, to agree with you on that. Um, one other thing that's happening this week, and it's only going to get mentioned the once, is the F one twenty two game has come out or is coming out. Um, I've no idea what it's like. We didn't get sent a preview copy. It looks exactly graphic wise like the last one. It doesn't with have the new cars. It looks fucking awesome. With have you seen it with the ray trace not? I've just made a point of not watching too many preview videos because they keep saying it'll look di- different to this when it comes out I, well, I think that's a fu- the funny thing is if you look at you, you don't notice because it's been in- incremental updates but you you play last year and this year because like, like I did because I didn't buy uh, last year's game until it ended up coming on EA Access on Game Pass and then I had a go of it but I was like halfway through a season of 2020 2020, 20, yeah, 20, 2020, uh, when, I, when I started playing 2021. And like, the, there is like a fucking noticeable difference bet- between those games, but you just you don't notice it because you're going, just going from one to the next, from one to the next. But no, like, I, I think it looks nice. Mm. The question's going to be, how does it play? What are the physics like? I'm, I'm all about the proper sims at the minute, so. Hmm. I mean, it'll be a game, won't it? That's the thing. Formula One, the, the Formula One games have never been sim games, have they? No, they no are. But it should feel different to the to the last lot because the cars should be different and behave yeah. differently. So it should have a little bit of a different feel. I yeah. remember when we were doing this podcast a few years back now. I think it was F one twenty sixteen. I was just like, I'm not into this. It doesn't feel connected to the controller. For some reason, and I, I tried it, and it just—I I hardly ever played 16 um, because it just didn't feel it didn't, it, like it, it, it was weird. You know, like when you drive a car, you feel like the the the, the wheels connected to the road, mm. connected to the steering wheel. It felt like none of that was connected. I know I'm playing through a bloody controller, but but it just so I stopped playing for a couple of years. I've still got 2020, and I occasionally play it, but. Um, that's the last Formula One game I got. I don't intend on getting twenty two yet. Mm. Uh, I'll wait and see what everyone says about it. Because if, if anyone's anyone from EA is listening and wants to send us some copies, <laughs> <laughs> then you know what. No, Paul, gonna... Paul will quite happily change his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> e, EA Sports. 
It's in the race post. <laughs> in the post. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation, Xbox, di- um, digital download only, um, or PC. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to accept any. Just just on the subject of that, because we've not actually mentioned Formula Lee this early in the show, or barely in the show all season. It is still going on F1 2021. And if anyone wants to take part, it's Silverstone in the Dryden Mercedes, and you've still got until um, Monday the 4th to get your time in. So, there. Um, right, what else? Indeed. Have we got any other, anything remotely close to news, or are we just going to sort of drift off into uh, a realm of British Grand Prix memories? Let's and... do that. Why well, not memories? You don't have to memorise <laughs> anything. I don't know. I mean, well, having does, having does, said that, talking about memories, did you see the thing? The 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 you, you saw it. I know, Paul. The uh, podium of your first ever uh, race that you watched. Yes, and it's good to know that I am I am not the oldest. No, no. What what can you can you remember the podium from your first race, Lee? Uh, I don't know what the podium was. I know it was the race Senna died. So whatever that podium was. Oh, that was have been uh, Schumacher, uh, Larini, and... Hill. Don't know. Possibly. Let me have a quick look. Hang on, I've, I've got it. I've got it up in front of me, and it was Schumacher, Lorini, and Hakkinen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sean, you remember your first? I do not. I couldn't tell you what my first race was. Actually, it was always just kind of on in the background for a while. No idea. See, you know, I could, I can remember Mansell giving a lift to Senna, and, the, and that was the British Grand Prix in '91. But I don't think I watched. The race, if you know what I mean. I think it was just on and I was doing whatever kids do at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Probably out in the garden um, playing in the summer. But the, yeah, the the first race I can can remember watching uh, and and actually wanting to watch was the Japanese Grand Prix and the the podium for that was Gerhard Berger won the race, Ayrton Senna finished second and Ricardo Patrese finished third and Nigel Mansell caught fire. I mean, the, f- the first race I actually do remember watching, um, was, it, I mean, it wasn't live. It was, it was highlights on um, either Grandstand or World of Sport the following week, but it was the 1976 Japanese Grand Prix when James Hunt won the title. Um, so that was Mario Andretti, Patrick Depaye, and James Hunt. Yeah, finished third. On the, on the final lap, didn't he, to win the title? Yes. Mm. Yeah, when he, w- he got out of the car absolutely fuming. Because um, he thought he finished fifth. <laughs> yeah, thought he finished fifth, and um, various team members and mechanics were all holding up three fingers to him. And uh, if you look at the footage, I swear James Hunt was going to take one of his own team members out until he actually realised, and then the celebrating started. It, it was kind. It was kind of the opposite of Felipe Massa's dad. Oh no, that's still <laughs> that's that's horrible to watch now, isn't it? You know. Uh, yeah, Ferrari dancing around because they think that they they won the they've won the title, and then th- that that one guy comes along, he's like, "No, look at the screen," <laughs> and, and then smashes the Ferrari sign off the off the side <laughs> of the garage. It would have been an interesting room to be in, wouldn't it? To be uh, when Max won the championship at the last race, it would have been an interesting room to have been in if you were in there with Felipe Massa. I wonder. I, I wonder how he felt about Lewis Hamilton losing a a um, a championship on the last lap. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, Max Verstappen said it, didn't he? You know, he he's won a championship on the last lap, so he knows how it feels. Now he's lost one on the last lap. Yeah. So. Yeah, take it. You want to take? You'd want to take a gun to your head. No, I don't think. No, it's, 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 uh, 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 let me get. The, let me do the punchline. Is that Glock? Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I quite like that one. I, no, <laughs> <laughs> it was bloody silly. <laughs> Let's go round round the houses a bit to get there, but okay. Yeah, it needed. It I did th- need a lot disc- of explanation for the the quantity yeah. of lol it provided. Discretion would have been the better part of valor there, because because that could have been used in the future. Keep it in the head. Work on it a little bit. <laughs> um, I'll 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 find another use for that one anyway. I'm sure. So anyway, yes, yeah, Silverstone this weekend. We don't have a sprint race this time. Uh, they're saving that for Austria next weekend because we're in the first. Oh, okay. First, oh, yes. first we're back, back, are we? Yeah, we're in uh, the first of um, two back to backs. Now I'm going to miss the Austrian sprint race because I've um, I'm at the uh, I'm at our local sim racing place. As okay. we all have an invite to be that afternoon as well, by the way. Ah. I'll um I'll I'll tell you about that tell you about that later off air. Yeah. Um So we're going in, going into the British Grand Prix with Red Bull pretty much dominating both championships. And nobody looking like they're gonna get anywhere near them, to be perfectly honest. I mean Max is driving flawlessly. It's only when the car really lets him down that he's um, you know that he's having any problems. Um, you know Perez is 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 doing exactly the job you want uh, your teammate to do. Um, he's, pro- he's probably never going to be favourite for the title unless you know something incredibly drastic happens. I mean, Horner um, said he can race for it, so we instantly know that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, mm. absolutely. So um, you know, and even if he could race for it, I, th- I still think Max would, would would probably have the have the legs on him, but the yeah Ferrari are becoming uh, Ferrari are doing a wonderful job of being themselves and falling apart a little bit just as we approach mid season. Um, I'd like to see them mount some kind of challenge, but I don't know how they can. Red Bull are just so strong at the moment, and Ferrari have just dropped the ball too many times. Um. Kind of reminiscent of the Champions League final a few seasons ago, you know, when Carrius dropped the ball into the back of the net twice. So, like, you can't come back from that. Like... <laughs> Apparently, he was still on the books at Liverpool last season as their sixth choice keeper. Really? Sixth <laughs> choice goalkeeper? I reckon they probably would have found somebody else to put in front of him, had the first five. Fallen off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was the um, the guy who puts the shower gel in the um, in the dressing room. Yeah, but th- this is the thing. It's it's, it's not it's not the it's not something that's easily clawed back, is it? You kind of need Red Bull to do a Ferrari in order for, for for Ferrari to catch them. And at the moment, Ferrari are the only team with the pace to catch them, but they keep strategizing themselves out of the race. The reliability is 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 not there, yeah. and that, I don't know. Their heads are down. Their morale just doesn't seem to be. The early season it was, but now it's like their heads have dropped, and it's just like, well, we'll claw back as much as we can. But every race they're losing ground to to, to Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ferrari have had technical issues. They've um, 
with the car, um, not behaving like they wanted to. Carlos Sainz had a couple of nightmare races. In some cases, Three try, yeah, nightmare races. I yeah. think. In some cases, try you know trying too hard to regain mm. position. Um, it's, I mean, it's prime Ferrari, really. You know, so, oh, we we could have done it, we could have done it, but everything went wrong, including us. Yeah. And you know, that's why for this weekend. Um, I mean, one one thing that one thing that made me think that of this going to be this is going to be a solid Red Bull weekend is Christian Horner's already talking up Ferrari's chances. Yeah, I mean, there's a, it is literally just between those two, isn't it? At the mm. moment, Mercedes are probably the third. We talked about this last week. Mercedes are probably the third best team out there at the moment, but they're nowhere near. Like even in Canada, when they had a better race, they were still six seven tenths of lap off you know leaders pace mm. um but i mean race pace at times hamilton's race pace i think was 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 matching the leaders but you're not going to catch them if you're matching them are you, you you're only mm. ever going to keep that gap exactly the same i think so, it's probably tire dependent as well at that point or something absolutely like that, yeah. yeah yeah you know it's uh, so yeah it is between between red bull and ferrari um and yeah, I don't see anybody else other than Red Bull winning in in and Max Verstappen winning. To be perfectly honest, mm. do um, we do we know yet what the Great British Summer is providing weather wise? Rain, probably. Rain, probably. It is the standard sort of July. I mean, we're too weather. far out now to be able to tell, but let's have it a quick look. Yeah, I mean the long the long range forecast says um, wet on Friday, dry Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. But as as we know, the weather the weather at Silverstone can change remarkably quickly. Just as in the other year when there was that torrential downpour while everyone was on the grid. Mm. Yeah, Jensen Button said you could go swimming at the back of the circuit, <laughs> and it was completely dry on the grid. Yeah, I yeah, I mean. Unless there's some, unless there's some kind of biblical flooding, then then again, I think the Red Bull's probably going to be a half decent car in the wet as well. Yeah, the um, I just don't, I just don't think Ferrari are fucking capable of challenging. Yeah, you know, they, they are because science was pretty close in Canada, but. No, no, they've they've got. They don't get me wrong. The car's quick enough. I, I mean, just as a functional just team, putting it all together yeah. on yeah. the yeah, day. Absolutely, yeah. no. That's exactly. I would totally agree because, I mean, you could have a Ferrari front row after qualifying, and for some reason, I still wouldn't think that Ferrari would finish the race in first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I, Max has shown that, hasn't he? You know, it's it, isn't there a, st- a stat now this year that. Max has converted more of Charles Leclerc's poles into wins than Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be true. Yeah, I mean, Max is on 26 wins from 15 pole positions. So, it Charles doesn't... Leclerc's like, what, 20 poles and 6 wins or something? Mm. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. It is... Um, 15 poles and 4 wins. You weren't far off. No. I want to say off the top of my head as well, all his wins have come from pole. 
I think they have. But I yeah. th- I think we might see a crash of Leclerc again soon. Be as things become increasingly more desperate because the championship's not over for him now. Mm. It's it looks a bit over, but it's not over over. Um, and he does have a tendency to to make the odd mistake here and there when he's you know when the pressure's on him. I'm looking back to which. Where did he stick it in the wall when he was chasing? Similar. Yeah. Um, so if he, especially if it comes to like a 50-50 between him and um, Max, because Max is not the sort of driver to back down. And I, I, w- I would argue that maybe Charles Leclerc isn't quite as good a, like a wheel-to-wheel racer as Lewis Hamilton. So if Lewis and Max are coming together when the pressure when the pressure's on, I can definitely see um, Max and Charles Leclerc coming together. Wonder if they'll uh, stick a wheel up the inside of cops. Imagine if that happened. If Max sticks a wheel up the inside of cops and it goes horribly wrong, yeah. what's Christian Horner say then? <laughs> you don't go sticking a wheel at the inside of cops. You do not, despite I, the fact. I don't know, but who, fact, who's he going to get? <laughs> lots of people do it. Who's he going to get to recreate it? Because Albans otherwise spoken for. That was <laughs> that, that was that was ridiculous. Yuki, when Yuki he said that. <laughs> but I I still stand by that. That accident was was still definitely Hamilton's fault. No, that that that'll be Yuri Vip's punishment. Just want to quickly talk about um, somebody who we're partnering with at the minute. Um, it's a product that I've actually started using every day, um, AG1. And I started taking it basically because I was looking for um, sort of slightly better gut health. Because it's something that everyone struggled with from time to time. And I just thought, I'm, uh, I'm going to give this a go. And I didn't want to be taking loads of different supplements every day. So with this, um, it's just one scoop in... Uh, a cup of water, and you're getting 75 different high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and something called adaptogens, which apparently, I don't know, judging by the word, I've never heard of it before, they can adapt your gins, and we all need our gins adapting. Um, it's something good to take in the morning, because it sort of kicks you off a little bit during the day, and um, does tend to uh, does tend to wake you up a bit without um, without going for excess caffeine. Um, good thing about it is it's lifestyle friendly. So whatever diet you're on at the moment, there's a lot of those keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, minerals only, God knows what. It fits in with every kind of diet, and it's not chock full of sugar. So that actually works um, works quite well. They describe it as a micro habit with big benefits. I've never come across a micro habit before, but yeah, it's like you get into the habit of um, taking it every morning and. Um, it's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And the good thing is, it's actually cheaper than going out and getting coffee. Now, I like I like my coffee, but I'm prepared to sacrifice one cup per a day. Um, the price works out less than... I'm going to do this in traditional Patreon style. Three dollars, three euros, or three pounds. It's, cheap, it's cheaper than that. Um, what more can you really say about this? I mean, it's had five-star reviews across every single platform. It's recommended by professional athletes, and if you go on the website itself, you will see um, a Formula One driver that you're aware of who um, uses and recommends the product. So, to make it easy, 
Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash formula1, and that's F-O-R-M-U-L-A-O-N-E, just to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yeah, you're (laughs) a bit punishment. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to go into that, do we? Uh... Yeah, silly, silly boy. Careful what you say on the Sorry. internet. Are you listening, Lee? <laughs> Never said anything that I wouldn't back. I do feel a bit like that. Are we? Are we, are we going to talk about the VIP thing? We haven't. Um, no, no, we don't really need to. You don't really. You don't really. You don't really, really, you don't really need to. He. Um, said something that said something that he didn't say on the live stream. Um, he's been an absolute. He was didn't say it. Right? Say he said something said he didn't say. Said something he shouldn't have said. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so he definitely. Said you it. said something. You, you I, I said something. Say. I had said something I shouldn't have said. But yeah, he said something that he shouldn't have said um, on a live stream in public, and um, yeah, he's having to deal with the consequences. I hope he. Do, I hope he doesn't get sacked. He might do because we'll he, he he might do, but if he if he the, the problem I have with these things is, um, if if we keep fucking destroying people when they do something wrong, then there's no point apologising for anything. You know, it's like he's twenty one, but it's it's the, to destroy a twenty one year old's future because he said something that was stupid and offensive, and he shouldn't have said it one hundred percent. But the the idea that somebody can do something at twenty one and there isn't a road to re- retribution leaves me a bit cold. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, you know, actions have consequences. <laughs> so, well, you know, you... Yeah, I've. I also think people need to take into consideration, like, because I've heard a lot of um, bullshit around this as well. And I, I from uh, uh, first one on top of the head was the race. Uh, they had someone talk talk about this. this uh, well, I was listening to it today, and um, her opinion of it was that she said, "I, I can't understand how how the, how a twenty one year old man could have ever said this word." Now, I'm. This is not me me saying every everyone should go out and say offensive things, especially especially that particular word. Mm-hmm. But for her to say, "I don't understand," then she, either she's ignorant to how people. How young people speak to each other online when playing video games, or she's disingenuous. No, I think I don't think it's that. I think it's more to do with the fact that English is not his first language. Um, that could be a factor. It could be a word that he has misunderstood. I d- um, I, d- I don't think that's a factor. I think I th- I think um, no, not mis- I think his English is probably better than ours. No, I don't. No, I'm not saying. It's not his first language, though, is it? No, no, it's not his first language. But I'm, yeah, you know, I don't. It's it's like saying fuck. It just I don't care. I don't care where you're from. You understand? Sometimes you just fuck off. You know what it means? Well, yeah, that's a Billy Connolly sketch. But the um, well, it is. But the uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can't you can't yeah, say he, go he, away. He might... It just trails off. <laughs> go away. Yeah, yeah. You, so you you might know that. Yeah, he might know that it's a, a slanderous word that you shouldn't say. But I wonder if he knows. With it not be with English not being his first language, and he was streaming in English. <laughs> mm. Wonder if he knows that that's what what the origins of that word were, because 
let's be honest, when uh, you see the Red Bull team celebrating when uh, when they win a race, and let's be, as I said just now, they've been winning a lot of races lately. Mm. Um, there are, you know, there are there are a lot of, of different ethnicities in within that team and in the pit crew. They might not be too keen on helping a driver who thinks it's okay to say those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I I one hundred percent one hundred percent agree with you, but the. The fact of the matter is, in this, in the situation he's in, you can go and stick any online multiplayer game like Call of Duty on and just listen, and you will hear 20 kids say that to each other within the first five minutes. Of listening. Well, then I wonder if that's why he thinks it's an okay thing to say yeah, when yeah, it yeah. really isn't. Yeah, the, but, um, yeah I think, I think it's know, more it education does, that's needed. It doesn't make it okay. It means that... No, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying. Like, I'm, no, 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 I'm not saying it's okay. Um, the uh, the the broader the broader discussion would be is like does desensitizing words take the power away from them? And it's that would that is the 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 um, the most sensible thing to do is not to protect words like this, not to not to keep, not to keep them powerful. Essentially, yeah, there is an argument around that, and I and I do. I do understand it. So, um, this, this, take, this, so the odd sort of take is, the power back from to sort yeah. of take the power back by reusing the word or repurposing the word. Yeah, yeah. Look at gay. gay yeah, it's the oh, a queer is definitely, definitely a word you could say that. You know that. I mean that that was such a derogatory term, even like w- within our lifetime. We we, we still we get complaints at work anytime we say queer. We get yeah. loads of complaints from the the sort of you know the older generation who don't realise that you can say it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, just, it's, it's a preferred a term. Yeah, yeah, it's a word <laughs> that has been. It's been I, I you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, completely think... de-weaponized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think uh, we're at that stage yet with the word that, uh, and I don't think we ever will be with the no. word that Yuri Vips chose to but use. I, I would argue that if um, if kids are saying it a lot. And it, uh, you know, it's, uh, you're talking, yeah. I mean, younger than Yuri, and they they're using it as just just well, it was, words it was, it was... That, th- that, that they're throwing at each other. Then surely that is the the first steps well, towards it. He got shot in the game, didn't he? And he decided to call the yeah. character who shot him. Yeah, that particular word. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's still being used as a derogatory term. It's not being no, used no. Yeah, like, but it's it, it, Hey, it, friend. It, like, <laughs> but, that, but it doesn't. It, look what look what Britain did to cunt, for for instance. Like we have no like we have no bad swear words anymore in the UK because we constantly use them as greetings to each other. It's like it's like if you hear well, an American got there first with oh yeah, straight definitely absolutely. But uh, if you hear like an American, it's it's really great when you hear an American say "cunt" because they really mean it. They really mean it, like they're being really harsh to somebody. But over here, there's too many times someone's walked out up and said, "You're right, you cunt." Everything's <laughs> all right. So it's yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It's a fucking it's a whole thing, isn't it? I just I just don't like in the same way as I was. Um, I didn't like the pylon for Mazepin. I don't I don't like the pylon. For Vips, uh, and I, th- most of the people as well, most of the people that are outraged on social media are people that are really just want to see harm come to somebody that's more successful than they are. 
that's that's awfully presumptuous of you, but I I know why you're saying it, but I don't mm-hmm. think that would be the case for everybody who's no, no, no. Just the, but I think the majority of people, the majority of people jumping on it, especially the majority of white people jumping on it, I think are are just doing it to to pile on someone that's more more successful than they are. Silverstone. Silverstone. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you, Jacques. I don't think there was anything. <laughs> Jacques, Jacques no, 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 was... no. I, I, I just drop that in now every time just to be on the safe side. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually a jump cut. <laughs> um, yeah, we've also got the W Series race this week. So um, best of luck to two friends of the podcast, um, Abby and Alice, who are uh, both driving. Currently second and third in the championship behind Jamie Chadwick. Nice. So it'll be good, good to see what comes of this, because um, Jamie Chadwick comes. Darth Vader just walking. Three wins uh, out of three. That was that was a Chav driving past um, because Bean the top can of... on his Fiesta. Yes, I couldn't quite see in time whether it was a Fiesta or not, but yes, small hatch with modified exhaust. Yeah, one point one Citroen Saxo with a PA system. In I the don't boot. think they have Saxos anymore. I think it does tend to be so Fiestas. Citroen Saxos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> we we need our lifestyle friends to, to go. Fox on Nova. Yeah, General Mo- General Motors tried selling a model called the Nova in Mexico. Unfortunately, in Spanish, that translates as "doesn't go." Yeah, Nova. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Silverst- <laughs> Silverstone. Um... Do we have much? Do we have much more to say about it other than predictions? Let's predict. Yeah, because we can't, we can't predict, so let's do it anyway. Yeah, um, I mean, we're obviously all got, we're all going for a Verstappen win, aren't we? I, was I think going so. To. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give two predictions. I'm gonna give oh, standard Silverstone or uh, eventful Silverstone. <laughs> I'm going George fucking Russell. Why not? Let's have an interesting <laughs> For a race. win. Yeah, George Russell win. My, my, my top three, if we get a standard Silverstone, uh, would be Verstappen, 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 Perez, Leclerc. Uh, and for eventful Silverstone, Sainz, Hamilton, Russell. <laughs> Yeah, I could, I could, I could see either of those happening. Um, I reckon Verstappen, Perez. I'm going to go Science third. Yeah, I'm going to go for Verstappen, Science Russell. If that if that Mercedes is can claw, if that Mercedes can be in contention for a top three sort of position um I'll stick my neck out and, and say Russell sticks on pole. You, we just we get like a proper a proper Mr. Saturday go where you know he finds half a second in a car that isn't there. Ah he's not Mr. Saturday anymore, he's Mr. Consistent. It's true. He is, yeah. but he's been he's been pretty good on Saturday still though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now he's matching it on Sundays. Yeah. The um yeah, Mr. Mr. Giant Beater, I think we can call them. Well, yeah, it's 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 going to be um it's going to be an interesting. I mean, Mercedes are, brought, are bringing upgrades. 
Um, so Alpine and Alfa Romeo apparently big, big upgrades for those three teams. Yeah, Alfa Romeo are quite excited about themselves, aren't they? They're talking about they they've got lots of spares. Well, they haven't had they haven't had spares before. Mm. But they're also Italian, so be, let's be careful about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the good thing this will work well for Alfa Romeo because Silverstone is nowhere near the sea, so they can't rust. Like the fact they're made out of carbon fiber. Come on. Yeah, but even... my alpha never rusted. I just sold it. <laughs> I was going to say, how's that alpha of yours doing that you don't own anymore? It's fine. I think the last time I saw it, it was still for sale for just as much as I bought it for. Yeah. <laughs> how long? How long ago was it you sold it? Uh, three months now. Yeah, that's been taken back to the earth. <laughs> no, I think two weeks. Two weeks ago, no, before TT. Before TT was sat, still sat there for sale. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's nothing, nothing but the plastic bits are there. Yeah, don't don't forget. <laughs> d- during the last three weeks, it has rained. Yeah, it rains quite a lot here. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Alpha apparently um, haven't been able to bring spares to um, on new spares to a lot of the races, and they've been um, fixing the car up with um, old and previously used parts. In, including the anti-stall, which appears to be the biggest problem that uh, that both drivers have had. You just you just kind of get used to hearing Joe Guan Yu go, "Oh God, not again." Yeah, well, is that what happened to his car in? Not Canada. It was uh, it was Mick Schumacher, wasn't it? Who broke down in Canada. Um, it, it a, which race was it where where Joe just sort of just, it was Baku, wasn't it? Where he just started stopping. And had to and had to pull into the pits. Yes, uh, yeah, I think it, was. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah cause, I mean, he's had the car kicking into anti stall mid race. Really, yeah. let's be honest. Because he's had um, he's had three uh, three retirements this season, and I think two of them have been blamed on the anti stall. Yeah, one of them was. Oh no, there was a sprint race, wasn't it? At Imola when he went backwards into the wall. So that was just a, just a sprint race. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. If Alpha, you know, if Alpha can get some um, some reliability, there's a chance if McLaren have another bad week that uh, Bottas could actually pass Norris in the drivers' championship. Bottas has been doing a solid enough job. Did anybody see? Uh, I didn't see it till after last week's uh, the the not the last week the the last after the last race. Possibly even after last week's podcast, I'm not quite sure. But the uh, the interview with uh, Lando Norris from Dutch Television. No, that admit didn't see that. Yeah, what happened at the pit stop? Uh, it went wrong. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, he said, "I don't know what happened. The team will have to tell me in a minute." So, but you need, but there were no tires, and you need tires if you want to run a car. Correct. <laughs> I think we saw the first signs of Lando Norris getting a, even though he was still joking, like getting a bit pissed off. Mm. Which rightfully you would be, because you double stacked behind your teammate, you lose a couple of seconds doing that anyway, and then there's no tires for you. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean Danny's yeah. normally the person that happens to. Especially if it's Monaco, but yes. you know, we already had that this year. <laughs> Yeah, what what are we thinking about sort of further um further down the grid? Who's gonna who's gonna get um a decent performance? I know Lee you're gonna say Alonso because I would agree. Driving. Yeah, he's been driving well. Mm-hmm. He's been driving well and he usually does quite well at 
Silverstone anyway. Even when the McLaren was terrible, he got some good performances at, at Silverstone, where it's a circuit which you wouldn't have expected that McLaren to do very well at. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see what Alonso could do if, that, if those Alpine upgrades work. You know, maybe it'll be Alpine and uh, Alfa Romeo fighting out for the third best team. Unless Mercedes upgrades work, in which case. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this is knocking McLaren even um, even further back down. And I, I just get the feeling it's going to be another nightmare weekend for Aston Martin. Quite possibly. I mean, they changed to like almost that B-spec car, didn't they? Which is very similar to the Red Bull design. Mm. Um, that's gone very quiet as well, hasn't it? Nobody said much more about that. Well, yeah, the... yeah, because it's nowhere near as good as the Red Bull. Yeah, but the um, I, I'm just wondering if, if Aston Martin have sort of hurriedly put together some kind of car that looks a bit like the Red Bull, but don't fully understand how it works. That sounds plausible. Because... But Lawrence Stroll is like, do the thing, copy the car like uh-huh. we did the last time. Do the thing, make that fast car our car. And so, well, okay, yeah, I did kind of design that because I was with that team at the time. But okay, yeah, you know what's going on here. And they've just gone ahead with this B-spec car and don't actually know how to make it work. It would be a very, we'll, we'll just say Silverstone-type team to um, to happen. I, oh, I heard a ping, but Lee wants to come back in. Oh, I didn't know he'd gone. No. Oh, did he leave? That was really fucking weird. Where did you know. go? I don't know. Everything just went quiet, and I had to quit out and come back in. All you missed was that me saying, "I wonder if Aston Martin have made their B-spec car after after not copying the Red Bull, but saying you know going down the same road as the Red Bull, but they don't actually understand it. They they've just sort of made the shapes very similar to make it as fact. You know, Lawrence Stroll has gone do the fast thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm but interested. Aston Martin to see like, what we don't know how the... this works because <laughs> Vettel Vettel looked pretty handy at times. Uh, in Canada, in that you know, it's only he looked in qualifying. He didn't know what what had gone on with him, which I I'm thinking might be tire temperature. Um, but he looked on for pole, you know, the on Saturday in 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 those conditions. So I I've got I've got a funny feeling that car's going to come right. You know, it's if if there's one good, one thing we shouldn't go too much because the pink Mercedes thing has. The pink Mercedes and the fact that we don't really like the Strolls has like soured us to that team a little bit. But they've always been really good at sorting themselves out and they've been especially good at utilizing the B spec car. Yeah, and it's something that um, if the stories are to be believed, um, they need to get the car sorted out if they want to keep Vettel. Yeah, I mean that's. I I think that's pretty much a given, isn't it? I I wouldn't be surprised if um, we get a an announcement on him around about the same time as we get get one from Alonso because I've got a funny feeling. Remember how you, we heard those stories from Alonso uh, that they were they they were trying to get him not so long ago. Mm. Um, I've got a funny feeling that maybe the they've been courting Alonso again instead of instead of Vettel. They, they, they seem pretty keen on that. So I've got a feeling that Alonso will end up signing this weekend for Alpine for two years probably. 
and uh, Vettel's deal will come shortly after that. But they, I mean, they've got they should do more. Like they, they've got they've got the money that's there, and like when you think about this big factory they're building and stuff like that, it is it's absolutely put up a shut up time for that team, isn't it? I've said I've said this all along. The thing the thing that they can the thing that they can do to improve is have two drivers in the car. They need to get rid of Stroll. Um, I think he's. I will. I will say he's outstayed his welcome, but he just he's not getting anything out of this season. He's had three tenth places. It's more than the other Canadian. The other Canadian who is still behind in the championship to uh, a driver that only raced twice. <laughs> that other Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Sorry, excuse mm. me. Yep, that is your weekly mention of the fact that Hulkenberg is 20th and Latifi is 21st in a 20-driver championship. Um, I I just think Stroll isn't handling it. Um, any Would any other team have kept him on at this point? Or would any other team be looking to replace him at this point? Because... I don't think I don't think he's um he's he's not worth it. I mean how how long's he been in F one now? Is this his fifth season? We had this conversation last week and I still can't remember the answer. Yeah, I think yeah. Lance I think Stroll, it, yeah. we think it was his sixth, wasn't it? But yeah, sorry, it is yeah, his sixth. The, yeah, with the conversation that we've that we had last week. But yeah, it's he's not going anywhere, is he? So it all depends what happens to that other seat. I'm not sure Vettel's gonna sign a long term deal, but You're really struggling said, with that calf. I'm at the wrong angle because the cat's pinned me at the wrong angle and I can't shift it. The cough, not the cat. Well, you can't shift the cat either. It looks too cute. <laughs> Move the cat. Yeah. I moved him about 20 minutes ago and he came back. Move him, Move him again. <laughs> come, come on, Bruno. I need to sit up a little bit more. But, I mean, should Aston Martin just bin off stroll? Take a chance on Piastri. Get in before yes. Will- get in before Williams do. Yeah, that I mean, let's be a, a let's be move. perfectly honest here. They should be in Australia and take a chance on fucking Roscoe. It's time. To, <laughs> it's time to move on. You know, that, all right. He's not. He's not the worst. He's not the worst Canadian on the grid, and therefore not the worst driver on the grid. But it, it, he's just. He's not a bad driver. He's a good driver, but good drivers don't win Formula One races. No, he's he was he's a good enough driver to have come into Formula One and fell out of Formula One a season or two mm-hmm. after he came in. Uh, Thierry Boots, or Bruno Giacomelli, that kind of um, Adrian Sutil. Yes, Thierry Bootsen was 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 fairly decent, if I remember rightly. He just was incredibly unlucky when he went to teams that should have been competitive. He he was the Alonso of his day, Thierry Bootsen. Should have been competitive. Never had the car. Pastor Maldonado. Came in, Less went fast, crashed Maldonado. a bit, departed. Kumasato, maybe. <laughs> at least, at least uh, he was exciting. You know, Maldonado was an he was an exciting addition to the grid. Oh yeah, no, you knew something was going to happen around him. Yeah, when you can when when you can have a whole competition about what corner a driver is going to um is going to crash on and somebody wins that said competition by simply saying lap 1 turn 1 for the entire yes. year. Yes. Yeah, um, yes. that's it's pretty exciting. <laughs> 
I kind of class Maldonado a bit sort of Ramstein. More unto his own thing entirely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going Ramstein on this. I'm, I'm Go intrigued. On. Pretty good, <laughs> yeah, pretty so good, am I. Pretty good to begin with, but way much more entertaining with added fire. <laughs> Potentially, yes. Ramstein fact, do you know they use so much... Um, uh, pyro. petroleum or whatever it is pyro they, that they have to source it locally because they're legally not allowed to carry enough <laughs> yeah, I like that <laughs> and in order for them to do it Till Lindemann, the front man of Ramstein is a uh, a trained uh, pyrotechnician I, thought, I really thought you were going to say trained pyromaniac when. No, no, no he's, a, he's a trained pyrotechnician he had, he, uh, because they, they, they needed somebody so he was like yeah alright then I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> So he sets up all the pyro before before the gigs. Um, yeah, so there's another weird little interesting Ramstein fact for you. Been going since 1993, 94. Never had a lineup change. Not even not nope. even for a week. And Lee only started listening to them last year. Oh, oh dear, Lee. Yeah. yeah, I like Ramstein. I was going to get tickets to see them, but they sold out in like a minute. <laughs> I did say I did say on Twitter earlier when they played in Coventry um, last night they could be heard eleven miles away. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, Ramstein, Nine Inch Nails. They're the, they're two two. They're my two fucking bucket list bands. Uh, if, if, if yeah. I could get two tickets to go watch anybody. Yeah, oh, there's hope for you yet. But Pasta Maldonado's not your bucket list driver, though, let's no, be honest. No, no definitely, it... definitely not. Um, going back going back to slagging off Lance Stroll, yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> just get rid. I know, it, I know it's his dad's team, it's his dad's money, his dad's got... One awkward Christmas, that's all it'll be. One his dad's car Christmas. company, though, isn't that the thing? It's Lawrence Stroll has... He owns Aston Martin as well, so unless that Formula One team is not Aston Martin, Lance Stroll is going to be driving it. Unless yeah. they finally get round to entering um, WEC, then at least there's two other drivers to pick up the slack. If there's any car left. Mm. But yeah, let's 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 get Piastri in there, or at least in a car. Get, start the campaign now. Hashtag Piastri to replace a Canadian. I think you'll be in the world. That's a long hashtag. As, yes. as snappy hashtags go, that isn't one. But... No, it is not. Look, it's, sometimes, it's... sometimes facts aren't snappy. <laughs> like Susan Album Party all over again. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you can tell there's not a lot of F1 news tonight. It's been it's been more tangents than a Raganathan three-point turn. If you've enjoyed this, then you'd enjoy the Patreon. You should go and sign up to the Patreon. Oh, let's, let's do that now, yes. Um... We do have occasional extra shows that we do on uh, Patreon, but you get the podcast early without any of the adverts, like what you may have already heard, unless you're already a Patreon. Right, I've just talked myself into a corner here, haven't I? Um, basically, if you go to th- patreon.com slash threeletsportwheels, you can sign up from $1, £1, €1, Euro, or as I found out this week, um, 80 Norwegian krona, or 8 Norwegian oh, krona. Not one. Not one. No, it's 8, Norwe- eight Norwegian krona. Okay. Because we've got a new Patreon Hello, Norway. Norway. Um, so you can sign up there, get the shows early, helps us out, keeps us um, keeps us ticking over, does things like buy these new non-collapsible mic stands. They're, they're all help right, us these. help you. Yeah, none none of which has collapsed. Um, are we about we about done for this week? We've done the token slagging off of Canadians, previewed the British Grand Prix. Oh, if you want to do your own predictions, by the way, go to the website threelegsfourwheels dot com. Um, 
go to the game section and prediction league predictions are open until five minutes before qualifying starts on Saturday and then again for up to five minutes before the race starts on Sunday. Speaking of predictions, we haven't done a top three. No, you didn't do a top three. The rest of us did. Did you? I was. Yeah. Oh, did, is that when it disappeared? Oh, it might have oh. been around about. Ah, yeah, you, yeah. you told us you were doing Russell as your winner. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll I can't have... remember what you said after that. Russell, Science, Hamilton. <laughs> Interesting. That's yeah. Shenanigans for Red Bull there then. Yeah. If you think different, stick your own predictions down on the website. Or um, you can get in touch with us, threelegsfourwheels at gmail.com or at threelegsfourwheels on all the socials. And individually, we are on Twitter. At Sean Cowper. At Flood21. At A Total Shunt. And at Pablo100. Um, also, if you get a chance, give us a review on your um, podcast platform because uh, the, the last one wasn't very, very complimentary to, and I'm quoting it here, the old guy. Oh, what did they say? Um, it was something like he's he's got lots of stats and information, but he's not cut out for podcasting. Oh, that's not very nice, is it? No, it isn't. The old guy probably mean me. <laughs> <laughs> Sound old. <laughs> so if you feel if you... old, it's not. So if you want to be nice about us young whippersnappers, leave leave us um, leave us a review. How many stars did he leave? Two. Ooh. It's not. It's better than one. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> it's better than one star, and the review was titled, okay. Generous. I mean, two two stars isn't an okay review, though, is it? Like, It's, it's three less stars than halfway, be, isn't it? Assuming we're yeah, on a five-stars rating. Three, like, I would say two stars is disappointing. One star is bad. Three yeah. stars is okay. Yeah. Three, three, if it's three out of five, that's kind of acceptable yeah mm. see, I see i i don't mind not enjoying the podcast that's fine i'm probably perfectly natural for a human but um <laughs> i just want him to have his own scoring system in order no, yeah like who would have thought who would have thought anybody would enjoy listening to us talk about formula one i know yeah even we do yeah. sometimes oh spe- actually speaking of speaking of which i'll say this here as well because i need to do it on other plat- platforms and i know we have a lot of crossover listeners um, I'm not doing hot lap anymore because I'm too fucking busy with my audio. So I'm gonna pull the plug on hot lap. I recorded I recorded fucking ten hours of podcasting last week. Uh, last week without having without not including this show. Fuck, it was more than that. <laughs> um, what? How would you feel if it turned out that you were the old guy and, um, as it turns out, not cut out for podcasting? <laughs> Fucking, I'm, then I'm doing too, then I'm doing too many. Uh, I'm doing too much of it. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There was two. Uh, there was one pre-recorded podcast and two live streams over the weekend. And yeah, there was that was a that was a lot of talking. And when I turned my computer off, I thought I've got no words left. Yeah. I've got no words left. <laughs> right. In that case, and as you've used up all your words, I think we've um, probably better bugger off. Um, awesome. Look us up on Discord. There'll be chat going on during the um, during all the sessions, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, if you need a link, drop us a drop us a line, and I'll um, I'll send you a link out. Other than that, we'll be back next week for a review of Silverstone. If you are going to be there, send photos. 
because we want to see uh, want to see as many listeners as possible of the race of the oh. of the race. Yeah, I mean, that not was... just any old shite mm. you find on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, use use our use our Twitter if you want to arrange to meet other listeners. It may well happen one day. Oh. Yeah, oh. be careful by doing that though, because. I'm sure all our listeners are lovely, but not every human is lovely. Meeting people on the internet is fucking dangerous. You meet in a public <laughs> place. If you're at you're at a racetrack, you'll you'll stay safe. Mm. Say say safe. Not use that one for a long time. Yeah. Look, look. Let's be perfectly honest here, though. We've definitely had a couple of psychopaths. <laughs> what? Yeah, our, <laughs> our listeners, our listeners. We've definitely had a couple a couple of psychopaths where we've gone. Yikes! That's a person. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are. But <laughs> yeah, but we still think Dan's got the highest body count. Not proven. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, we're going. We'll see you next week. Have a good, have a, have a good race. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.